1: Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith.
0: You're ready to get this party started, huh? I
1: am so ready for Podcast 115.
0: Record this, bitch. Like, let's get it done. Let's go. Let's do it. it. Isn't it crazy how over the years we've been able to totally read each other's nuances of body language and inflection and tone of voice and yeah
1: like i know exactly where you are when you before you get there
0: yeah, yeah yeah it's crazy we've been having this thing we've been having a weird like kind of telepathic thing where we just like look <laughs> you and about to say we're it we're like eh uh, uh? <laughs> did you did what's you that? what did And then we're like, got it. Uh Yeah. On it. Let's do it. Let's Mm -hmm. go. Like, and it's (laughs) nuts. We're like, what? What is this? All right.
1: So, before you all throw up, Uh, uh, uh. let's move on.
0: These two. So, (laughs) welcome to the Joy Junkie Show, everybody. We're so thrilled to have you here and tuning in. I mean, it's really cool. We just, I just heard from a gal who listens in Australia, and she hit me up on Instagram and. It's just so cool to hear from people all over the world who That's listen. So cool, you know. You can do so many things with your with your time, right? And there, we are hugely inundated with with info, info, and podcasts are huge right now. <coughs> and the fact that you choose to spend your time with us, we we really don't take it lightly. No, absolutely, it's
1: it's awesome. It's very exciting to right? think that you're touching the lives of people across the world, and it, it's, and we're sitting here in our Studio, our little office, Joy yeah.
0: Junkie Studios. Well, and it, it's cool to me too. Something that really touches my heart is that people reach out to me, but they always say, "You and Mister Smith," or "Hey, Amy and Mister Smith." And it's been just a really cool thing for you and I to have created together, and that it's bonding time. I mean, it started as something very strategic for my own business, right? And then now it's just become you and it's I, become and our little thing. Yeah, so more things to come that's the beauty more things to come i am i just hired a business manager so look at you i fancy right fancy huh oh you fancy (laughs) so we might be doing some fun new stuff with the podcast um which will mean extra awesomeness for everybody listening so today we're gonna do actually a little snippet from some of my programs i actually use this tool and this concept with my one-on-one clients and my signature program. And um, if you guys heard me talk about excuse me, your badass is showing, I also use it in that class as well. And so I wanted to share it with you guys because it's really helpful in untangling the things that we actually cannot control. And that's most of our... Issue, right? Like, really wanting our spouse to do something or be something or say something, really wanting our boss to see something in us, wanting things from our parents, wanting things from our children, and we can't force their hand at it, right? So, that's what we're going to talk about today. Nice. And uh, I actually have a free gift for you. Ooh. So, I have a corresponding worksheet that will go along with today's. Lesson, if you will. And you can either uh, fill it out online, like it'll, it's something you can download and just fill out online. Oh, PDF. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fill outable, you know, how,
1: Is that the correct word? Fill outable?
0: I don't know. I just, well, now it is.
1: It is now. It is now. Joy junkieism.
0: Okay. (laughs) And, uh, or you can print it out. If you just go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 115 this episode, you will see the availability. All you do is just kind of ask for it and we'll shoot it right off to you. So if you're listening to this and uh, you're able to, you might want to grab that right now so that you can see exactly what I'm talking about as we go through this.
1: Cool. So, yeah, that's cool. That yeah. we can have it, unless you're driving. Don't do it if you're driving.
0: Right, right. The, yeah. All searching for a printer on the freeway. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's definitely something you can you can consume uh, audibly, even if you're not able to print it out. So no big deal. Right. But it's a free gift for you. And if you process by ri- writing stuff out, it can be really advantageous just to get it out on paper. This is also going to be something that can be really helpful when you're going into a situation like... Uh, a job interview or for me, I've shared when I go into an audition or you're going into a conversation with a family member where you're really attached to the outcome. Like you really want to get that job. You really, really want to get that response from your partner or your spouse. You, For me, you really, really want to book that audition or you want to get that part in that show or yeah. something like that. So it's when you, when you really are attached To something that's actually not in your control, like you—you don't get to decide Mm -hmm. if you got that part. You don't get to decide how it's going to land for your partner. All you can do is kind of take care of yourself. So we're going to talk about that at length. But uh, before we do, I mean, we got to warm up these mics.
1: We've been warming them up. They're warm.
0: Oh, they are. Mm Mm-hmm. They're now. It's
1: time to get them hot.
0: Ew. <laughs> if you guys could see the gross, dirty, old man face that Mr. Smith That's just That's a great made. segue
1: because I'm talking about an old, creepy man in my,
0: in, in my Would You Rather. In your segment?
1: In my segment. In the segment called <laughs> Would You Rather.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm the worst. We've got to redo that. We do. But it's so awful.
1: It's disgusting.
0: That it's kind of fun. It's it's a parody. It's a parody. Every time I hear it, and then the it's all scratchy and stuff like that, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's so bootleg. We got we got to keep it. Like have high production value of everything else, but but just, that yeah yeah
1: oh great of course my segment. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So would you rather have one day of getting tickled by a creepy old guy while he sings nursery rhymes? <laughs> Or have to sing nursery rhymes in front of a group of hardened prisoners.
0: Oh my gosh, that one. For sure. Yeah? yeah? Oh, yeah.
1: That have access to you? Like they could fuck you up?
0: Oh, I pictured it like...
1: Or you might snuggle up with them, with the teddy bear, and sing nursery rhymes. I don't know.
0: And maybe they just want some love. Um, no, I pictured it like where... I would be coming into a prison <laughs> and doing, like, some community work. Like fucking
1: Johnny Cash or something? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly like that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I picture that old guy from...
1: Oh, my God. You're going to make me do it.
0: No, I'm not going to make you do it. You yeah, can you can do are. it if you want.
1: Nice biceps. <laughs> look at the biceps on that young man. I'm looking for a car that's been tricked out to look like an ice cream truck. Damn it. I'm, I'm sorry, what? You know with colorful pictures of ice cream treats. And it plays a tune that's
0: fun for the young children. <laughs> Why
1: is it going to be fun?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: I think I heard him say it once on an episode on The Family Guy. I don't
0: know. Oh my god. It's so gross. But that's what I picture. I picture him being like can you sing an itsy bitsy spider like that?
1: Itsy bitsy spider <laughs> crowd up the water spell ow, ow, ow. <laughs> down came <laughs> <laughs> No, wash the spider out. <laughs> that's awful. I just thought that was a funny image to have a creepy old guy tickling you while he's saying something.
0: Oh, that's so... From but, your childhood. But, but wait, it, it was something for like a whole month or something, right? No, just for the day. Oh, just a day.
1: Yeah, just a day. Yeah, one day.
0: Well, and I'm also... Okay, not only is that creepy, but I'm extremely ticklish. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> like it. Like remember when you tickled me when we were first started dating and I got like pissed?
1: oh yeah it got it got it escalated volatile. fast <laughs> yeah I was like I've never seen anybody react to tickling this way <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. I learned quickly that tickling was not going to be in our relationship
0: I would uh, yes you're right uh, uh, you're like aptly noted yeah um, yeah he was that was funny yeah that, but, that's funny in retrospect one thing
1: but, I love about you is you're never short with your words like you let me know i'm like here's what i'm experiencing yes here's what I
0: need. <laughs> here's what i need from you here's what i won't tolerate yeah. um but yeah i would totally sing in front of prisoners or whatever it was i wouldn't
1: what if I, you had to do it naked
0: you see you can't go and do that just because i picked something really quickly yeah. and easily on the way yeah, yeah 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 I, I can, can. You're, it's you're my trying, segment <laughs> Oh, somebody, somebody made a comment. Uh, it's another one of our Australian listeners. She made a comment on Facebook, like, "Mr. Smith's taking over," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> don't, taking don't, over. don't get it twisted, don't." All right.
1: Uh, all right. Let's get to some meat.
0: Oh, but wait, you answer.
1: Oh, I would definitely sing in front of prisoners, even if it was naked. Yeah. Like that is the worst. A creepy old guy tickling you while he sings? No. Yes. No. It's horrible. Absolutely not. But that's a good
0: one. That's I had no idea. Question. Sometimes he tells me the would you rathers ahead of time. But most of the time I'm like, don't tell me. because I want to <laughs> yeah, have a like, live authentic, authentic reaction. reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about when you want to control something that you're actually out of control
1: of. Mm. All right.
0: And I think it's really... Common for all of those things that I kind of mentioned at the top of the show when you are expressing something to a partner Maybe it's a co-worker that you really want them to see See a new rollout or something an initiative that you're starting in the company You want them to really be on board or see it a certain way or maybe you're sharing something with a family member mom or, or siblings <laughs> or spouse and You're really attached to How they're gonna receive it now? This particular format and worksheet that I'm giving you guys is really designed more for when you're able to gear yourself up. Like when you have a little... Like you know you're going in an interview tomorrow or an audition oh, later I tonight. <clears throat>
1: like getting yourself ready for something. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I like
0: to call it gearing up. And it is... It's it's something that you can definitely practice in the moment. Like when you, you get kind of sideswiped by a conversation with, with a boss or a family member or something like that. Okay. But it's it, it, it's easier for you to do it as a gearing up to going into a situation to kind of gain this mentality, this way of thinking, so that you can think on the fly in future situations. Cool. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I find that just by processing the shit that's going on in your head all the time... And actually getting it out on paper, you can gain so much more clarity because the I've actually been talking about this a lot with a class I'm teaching at the moment about how our belief structures are formed and how everything that goes on in our mind is truly real to us. It's presented as truth. So if we need somebody to accept us or love us or validate us or see something a specific way or say yes – that's really true to us, and mm-hmm. we believe that it must happen in order for us to be lovable, worthy, all of those things. But that all happens on a subconscious level. Like yeah. we don't, we don't ever think like, "Hey, I'm like, if I'm bringing something to you, and I want to, like, for instance, uh, talking to you about investing in this business manager, right." I didn't realize in the moment that I am so, I mean, I know that I care what you think about it, but it's not something I consciously go, okay, I'm totally attached to what he thinks about this. If he doesn't accept this, then I'm probably going to get really depressed or bummed or make it about me or, you know what I mean? We don't, we don't consciously go through that process. Right. So that's why this helps kind of shed a little bit more consciousness and light on how you do want to behave. Cause we just autopilot all the time. We're trying yeah. to just autopilot situations. So it's easier. Right. It is. Yeah. But it's also programming.
1: Right. Like, and then once you program, it, that becomes easier.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I love to say that what you've done up until now, has been a process of you operating unconsciously to create a certain set of reality for yourself, right? Mm, Imagine what you can create now that you're conscious.
1: Nice.
0: Now that you have awareness, you can create whatever the fuck you want. It's just counterintuitive because it's always been true in our minds so far. So anyway, let me give you some examples. So this situation um, is really around kind of these concepts about being invested in an outcome. So we think like, if I get this job, then I must be a valuable asset or I must be worthy in my career. Mm. Or if I get this role, then I must be a quality actor and that therefore I'm worthy. Um, if my partner receives this information the quote right way, mm-hmm. then I must be lovable or he must love me or she must love me. Or we make all these correlations between the outcome of something we want with who we are like uh, it's a collapse of our goals our desires like you might have a goal to accomplish passing the bar and maybe you don't right that's the goal and then we collapse it with who we are like our character our identity we make it mean something dramatic About who we are, when really all it is, is it's an isolated goal. It's an isolated circumstance, situation that does not have to be indicative of all of who we are.
1: Ah. Because why?
0: Because, well, this is funny. I was researching worthiness and doing some studies around that for this class that I'm teaching. And are you ready for this? This is groundbreaking. You know what constitutes being worthy? Hmm. You just are. That's it. You're born with it. You're born worthy.
1: I like that. I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Born worthy bitches. Born worthy bitches. Hashtag born worthy. With the because picture of that toothless guy from Family Guy Stop. on. Stop.
0: Ew. <laughs> um, but if you think about it, if I said to you, what constitutes worth? What makes somebody worthy? You might have a, a certain concept. Everyone's
1: of- going to have a different uh, bar. Right. If you will.
0: Well, and the way that it translates for a lot of people is enoughness. Like, we, a, a lot of times, whatever we're going after, like we're going after a job or a degree or writing a book or something, we think, I'm not good enough. Yeah. Right. Right. Enoughness is really what equates to worthiness. So, when we do that, we're setting the barometer of enough. Mm-hmm. We're the ones saying in this isolated incident, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough, smart enough, efficient enough, in- intelligent enough. And that will absolutely deviate from the next guy. Like, there's no baseline for what's enough except the fact that we already are. We're born innately worthy. Like, there's not, it doesn't even really exist.
1: So how do you balance because it seems like for me and for a lot of people I know that that drive of I'm not enough, not not necessarily I'm not enough, but it's not enough, I could do this better drives you to be a better person, a better professional, a better Sure. athlete, you know, all these things. So how do you balance like because sometimes like that's not good enough. I need to get better at that. Right. And I'm good enough, I'm worthy. Like, where's the line there?
0: That's a really, really great question. The difference is untangling the collapse of, I want to be better and I'm already valuable with who I am. Okay. So, for instance, like, you could be overweight and still love who you are and still want to lose 50 pounds. Okay. It doesn't mean you love your circumstance, but you love who you are and you have goals. So it's it's basically separating those two.
1: Interesting. Okay. Knowing
0: that no matter what you do, you are already worthy. So everything else is just betterment. So and it also has to do with your motivation. So for instance, in that situation, I would say you'd be motivated from a place of fear or guilt or insecurity of, I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I need to get better, instead of, you know what? You're amazing, you've accomplished so much, and I know you have more in you, and you're motivated from personal development.
1: Got you. And that also helps you when you have that confidence level of being worthy. It helps you accomplish those goals because Uh, uh, you're...
0: Not only that, but it makes the journey fun.
1: Journey fun, yes, absolutely. we've
0: been talking about this in this class that it's a chase. So if you're in that situation that you gave the example of where you're like, oh my gosh, this is not enough. I know we can do better. You're in a chase. That whole journey isn't enjoyable because you're voting on it instead of going like... And you're never there. And you're never there.
1: Right.
0: And you don't get the opportunity to just relish. those. That situation also usually trumps celebration. Like you accomplish the degree or you get the job. And you don't even get to celebrate because you're like, it's not enough. What's the next thing? Yeah. Right now, it's now it's. I need to get with a bigger firm, or I need to have my own business, and then you don't get to even celebrate any of the journey. It trumps fulfillment and trumps happiness. That's a
1: problem in our society for sure. It is mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So okay, so we kind of derailed a little bit. Sorry, and, but, but yeah, but no, that's a good it's question, quite, though. Really, really good mm-hmm. question because I could see that how that would really come up with this. So. You want to use this, again, when you're really highly invested in a result. Because a lot of times we think that success is getting the job, having the partner see it your way, um, having your mom respond the right way, getting the role in the play that you want. Like, it's all this shit that we actually cannot control. But that's what we gauge success as. Like, this situation will be successful... Therefore, I will be worthy or lovable or viable or whatever we make up if this thing happens that I actually cannot control. Yeah. Right? So here's the, the step that I want you to go through. The first, and you'll see this in your worksheet, again, thejoyjunkie.com slash 115, and you can easily download it. The first column is to give yourself full freedom to want what you want. Okay. I fully want, like, let's give an example of, um, I'll give an example of going in for a job interview. Okay. So you're in your first column might say, I freely give myself the freedom to want this job. I want to be offered 200,000. I want a full benefits package. Like I want a perfect work environment, whatever that means. Like you're allowed to want what you want. A lot of times we vote on, well, you shouldn't want that, or that's not realistic, or you know, we get really convoluted about what we are allowed to want or should want. Okay. But things like, you should like if you're able bodied, you should be happy with where you're at. Instead of, no, I'd actually like to lose twenty pounds. Right. Even though my uh, my other friends think I'm I look great, you know, it's like you you should be happy, you should be where you, no, you are allowed to want what you want. And what we're going to talk about is separating that from what you actually do. Another example, uh, with my mom, right? Like, I give myself the full freedom to wish that I had a connection that I don't have. Okay. Like, I'm allowed to want a connection with a parent. I'm allowed to wish that it was... Like a A different, a hippie, free spirit. Mm -hmm. That you know that she was different than she is. Right. The problem happens is when I take it out on her or behave differently to try to make her a different human. Mm -hmm. I can't control that. Gotcha. But I'm absolutely allowed to want it.
1: Okay. You can find that at some other place, right?
0: Well, sure. It's just a fact of. It's not going to help me any to say, "Well, you're never going to get that, so you shouldn't want it." Gotcha. Because then it's making me wrong for wanting what I want. Right. It's okay to want it. It's not okay to manipulate the situation and force other people to comply with that at all costs. I see. That's the problem. Okay. All right. So whatever the situation is, give yourself whatever you want to write in there, full freedom to want what you want. And then in the second category, as it relates to this particular circumstance, this job interview, let's say, My new definition of success is the following. And that has to be something that you are 100% in control of. So let's say you're going into this job interview.
1: Use your mom, if you wouldn't mind. Okay. Because that that was the one that's kind of set in my mind right now. Okay. Use your mom.
0: So with my mom, I would say, and again, this is something that I really like to do gearing up. So let's say I know I'm going to go be around her. Uh Uh-huh. Right? the next day so I get myself to want I would love if she just were miraculously amazing and hippie and like we passed your joint <laughs> <right. Exactly. laughs> but my new definition of success is going to be only things I can control so if uh for me and I'm sure you guys have heard this ad nauseum if I handle myself with grace and kindness um, that's definitely going to be a new barometer. Like, I want to go and I want to handle myself. You don't
1: take things out on her because she isn't who you want her to be.
0: Right. Okay. All of this stuff that's my behavior. Um, another thing that is always a new level of success for me is if I choose to really speak up for myself. Like, if I find something offensive um, don't just
1: close your, like tighten your lips. Don't about just it.
0: so for me it is being vocal about something, not giving the appearance of agreement or compliance with my silence.
1: But not being argumentative about it,
0: and doing it with grace and kindness. Gotcha, that's exactly right. Okay. Um, so those are really the baselines for me. Those are the most important things for me, is that I'm always giving voice to anything that I feel compelled needs to give voice to, and then I'm doing it with grace and kindness. Um, because that's the woman I want to be, Yeah. right? And I have had the gamut of different responses. I've had uh, situations where I've been totally made wrong for that. Guilt trips. I've had times when it's been completely overlooked and not even acknowledged what I've said, like... Did you talk to your brother today? You know, and I'm like, hello, did you hear anything I just said? But because I've already anchored what my responsibility is, I'm far less attached to what she does, what she says, what anybody else says, you know, in any situation. So let's say that job interview, you know, go to that. Your new definition of success might be, if I get a really good night's sleep the night before and actually take care of myself, If I articulate everything that I want to share about my past work experiences, um, if I am fully prepared, if I have my uh, documents all in a row. Like, there's no problem with identifying, here's the things that I really want to present myself as Mm -hmm. and creating that as your definition of success instead of saying, as long as I get the job, as long as they like me, as long as they approve of me, as long as I'm the best candidate. You cannot control that. Right. And that is what kills us. Yeah. Is trying to control that. Because we can't. I mean, it's absolutely impossible. Right. So that's what you write in the second column. Okay. Basically the way in which you want to show up so Mm. that you can be proud of who you were.
1: Not necessarily that you got the job, but that you presented in an uh, authentic way. Right. Right. Okay. Got right. it.
0: Right. It's not the outcome that's out of your control, basically. Got it. So it, that really is a huge uh, relinquishing of control for for people who, and and this is definitely testament, for like sure. my personal testament, because I feel like I almost have this metaphorical opening of the fists. You know, I feel like I'm always clenching fists because I'm trying to control, control, control. And I have to really work at this. Like, that's not my responsibility. Yeah, yeah. How do you need to conduct yourself in order to be proud of yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, and really kind of breathe into it and let go. If you tend to want to control, this is a hard thing for you to grasp. Absolutely. Because we think that But there must be something I can do to make this person be, do, or say what I want. Mm -hmm. There must be something I can do. There isn't.
1: There's a song about that. And um, he's talking about this girl that he was in a relationship with. And he says, she gave me some really good advice. Hold on loosely, but don't let go. Oh. Right, I kind of like that, so I use that whenever I think of control. I think of okay, I want to hold on loosely, but I don't want to fully let go.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's really the experience, right yeah like if you if you think about holding someone's hand and your death grip on it, that's not very enjoyable <laughs> right right But if you hold it loosely, that journey is way more enjoyable. Absolutely, right.
1: And that's true like in body, uh-huh what I teach. You know, like um, one of the things that I teach people is, you know, having having um, control of your body is actually surrendering to it. Yes. Right? Um, for instance, you know, some people are really tight in their, under their arms, in yeah. their armpits, and they hold their elbows really close to themselves. Yeah. So the analogy that I give is, imagine that you have a raw egg in your armpit. You don't want to squeeze too hard because you're going to break the egg. Yeah but you don't want to put your arms way out because the egg will fall.
0: You don't want a gooey pit.
1: Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you don't want an egg in your pit.
0: <laughs> no one wants egg in their <laughs> no pit. No one wants that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never had that happen. Um, so there, there's a fine line. Right. Right? Of having control but surrendering to it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really, really good. That's really good. And it's funny how like... When you surrender, that's when you gain more control. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's the rub.
0: Right? So in this same example, it's like the more you let go and go, okay, here's what I can control. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm responsible for. Here's my new definition of success. That's the awesome. The more the whole thing feels controlled.
1: Yeah. And, and you're going to be, and you know, that's something that if, let's say you're in a job interview. You're going to be a lot more um, you, authentic. Authentic, but also the person that's interviewing you will see that. Yeah, and that might aid in your job getting the job. Right? right? They're like, oh, I like this person. He's authentic. They really came prepared. They knew what they were talking about. Blah blah blah. They didn't seem uptight or, or you like know their
0: life depended on me hiring them. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So then the third column, and this is also very very important. Despite the outcome of this circumstance, my character is defined by this. And that's where you get to write all of the things that you are, that you are proud of, that you're consciously working on. Like tenacity, my diligence, my devotion, my loyalty, my trustworthiness. All of the things that you feel define the human you are grand scope. Yeah. Grand scheme. Mm -hmm. Because here's the deal. There are times when like I just had a situation recently I didn't handle myself with grace and kindness. So if I looked back at this scenario and I went uh okay I didn't Follow through on my definition of success. I didn't handle myself with grace and kindness. Or let's say you go to the job interview and you aren't as prepared. You didn't get as much sleep. You didn't put as much stuff into it as you would have liked. So your tendency is to go, look at what a failure I am. Yeah. Look at what an awful human I am. But remember, you don't lose your worth. You can have a shitty circumstance, but you don't lose your worth. So in okay. this particular situation... You can look back and go, okay, in this isolated incident, in this particular job interview, I didn't do as well as I could. I could have done some things better. Here's what I'm going to do going forward. But this isolated incident, this isolated circumstance, does not have to destroy my character, my thoughts about the worth I have in this world. So it, same thing with um, anything else that you, where you don't get what you want. It's allowed, you're allowed to be bummed. You know, I've had situations where I didn't get a role that I really wanted to in a play. And I had to actually mourn it and be bummed and be sad because I didn't get something that I wanted and that's okay to be sad about. What's a, What's not okay and what's detrimental is when you say, I didn't get that so I'm not worthy or I'm a horrible human or I, you know, when you make this, you know, grandiose assumption about who you are as a human. I can't do
1: anything right.
0: When it's just one situation. Right, right, right. It's one conversation, it's one interview, it's whatever. Mm. So that's why that particular <clears throat> column is so important. Even if you didn't handle yourself the way you wanted to, even if you let yourself down, here's what you're defined by big picture. Here's what your character is about. Grand scope.
1: That might get you a little more prepared for the next thing in life too.
0: Absolutely. Right? But it allows you to like take your hits. Right. Instead of go into this spiral of I'm a horrible human, I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable. That's a huge assumption. Saying something like I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable is very different than saying I messed up on a job interview.
1: Right. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Absolutely.
0: It's too Totally different Do you think a lot of ballparks. people
1: do that, though? Like, they say, I'm a horrible person because I didn't get to that job.
0: Um, I don't think they say horrible person. I think they say things like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not competent enough. Okay. I don't have the best education. I don't, gotcha. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not
1: Maybe uh, I charismatic wasn't.
0: enough. Gotcha. I'm not likable enough. We go into the, I'm not enough, which, again, is uh-huh. worse. That's the biggest <clears throat> Thing that we can say about ourselves. Like, okay. I am not worthy.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So, this is your task. This is your opportunity. I fully believe that once you've been given eye-opening information, now it's your responsibility to use it. You don't get to just listen to us on your way to work or whatever and be like, that's a nice idea. And then go into a job interview or a conversation with mom or a conversation with your spouse and not <laughs> fucking use what you just learned. Yes. And then wonder why you still feel like shit.
1: That's right. Value your time. What'd you say? Value your time.
0: Value your fucking life. Yeah. You deserve to start implementing new things that feel good to you.
1: Yeah. So true.
0: And so that you can actually enjoy this journey instead of having this perpetual chase for happiness. It's
1: good that you say that because it's so easy to just go, oh, that's great. I'm going to, I'll get around to that.
0: Yeah. So when?
1: Instead of just like when I get home, download, print it. Boom! Right. Start doing something like, oh, you know what? I need to get ready for that interview, or you know, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. I really should be prepared to talk to my right. family, A
0: family gathering, right? Or- like,
1: think of something right now that you guys out there listening think of something that you could use this for, and put it on paper.
0: Yes, and then decide. I would advocate today or tomorrow. The sooner the better. When you are going to go, download your worksheet because there is something crazy about how things crystallize when you actually put them on paper. So true. And you get out of your head. Yeah. You can burn the paper, you don't have to show anyone, you don't know do right, but right. but use it. Oh my god, this yeah. is free shit. Hello.
1: And that's so awesome of you to give that for free. Like this is stuff that you charge for.
0: It's yeah and it was I mean it's a it's a small piece of a gigantic program right that has you go through a ton of different things but these are the snippets right Right. it's like when you're at Trader Joe's and they're like here you want to taste a we'll little, sample. little bit here's a sample and then you're like but you oh have my a huge God, grocery store full of stuff let me buy all this shit yeah see are you on to me <laughs> <laughs> but the deal is is I want more for people This shit completely rocked my world when I realized how much ability I had to change my reality. And I want people to see that. It's not just as soon as I get the perfect spouse, as soon as I get my degree, as soon as I get this new house, then I'll be happy. No, it's not that. So if I can sustain my own business and make the money I need to make and provide this stuff for other people, why not? Why would I not, you know?
1: For sure. So
0: That's awesome, babe. Anyway, so go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 115 and get your free worksheet and, and use it. Decide today what you're going to use it for. And we would always love to hear from you. So you can shoot us an email at holler at junkie if you want to share anything. And not holler. Not holla. Let me holla. holler. Let me holler. Let me holler at you. Let
1: me, <laughs> me holler at you. Let me
0: holler at you. Let me
1: holler at you. Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. Let <laughs> mo- le. me holler. me at you. All those right. of you that know Dave Chappelle will get that one.
0: Oh my gosh. All right, guys. So hopefully this was really helpful. Love you so very much. If you feel inclined to leave us an iTunes review, we are not above begging. It really does help our visibility and more people are able to get this message, which is really imperative. And for those of you who've turned your family and friends onto the show, yeah. I God, thank you awesome. so much. So so much. So and, um, awesome. So I think that's it. And it's an iTunes review, we are not above begging. It really does help our visibility and more people are able to get this message, which is really imperative. And for those of you who've turned your family and friends onto the show, I, God, thank you so much. So, so much. So um, awesome. So I think that's it. Anything else? That's it. All right. So here is to loving and living your most fat ass life.
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith out.